0: Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. stakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com.
1: Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Armchair Superheroes. I am Pat Lane. With me is Taylor Kyles. Taylor, how are you, my friend?
0: I'm doing well, buddy. I'm excited to get this thing started.
1: Yes, yes, we're very excited to do this. And uh, so here's the deal, okay? As you know, we are all stuck at home, or most of us, except for those for the for the real superheroes that are out there working, you know, in the hospitals and and firefighters and all these other people. But but the mo- majority of us are stuck at home. And so we figured, what the heck? Let's rewatch the MCU together. Uh, and so me and Taylor have joined up as uh, uh you know people are saying it could be the best team up since the Avengers. And so, you know, I mean, that's what people are saying. I'm not saying that, but people are saying more people. I mean, I think so. And so, um, but we figured let's, let's, let's rewatch the MCU and we're going to talk about each MCU movie. We can put out a few shows a week. We're talking about each MCU movie and go down the list, starting with the first Avenger and ending with far from home and everything in between. It's going to be a heck of a lot of fun. And we're going to just spend, spend some time talking about it. And, uh, and, and, we thought it would be really cool. And so here we are. And I think Taylor, you're one of the most knowledgeable guys uh, about the MCU that I know. Um, And, uh, and I enjoy the MCU as well. And so, so we figured it'd be a fun thing to do.
0: Yeah, for sure. I know me personally, I was a big comic book nerd growing up and Pat, we talked about this. My mom worked right next to a Barnes and Noble. So when I would get out of elementary school, I would just run over there and just, you know, plow through all the encyclopedias and everything. So you know, once these movies got, once these uh, stories and everything were put to screen, I was over the moon. I was super excited. So now they're kind of like a way for me to reach that kid in me again, but with the added bonus of, you know, the fact that these are made for more general audiences. So they're more, you know, fun to watch and more acceptable for older guys. So uh, this is, this is really fun. I'm going to be excited to have an excuse to rewatch all these movies that I've already seen a million times before, and uh, maybe find some new stuff that I didn't notice the first time around. And then, We'll be sharing that with you guys, anything that I've picked up. Because I know every I'm known as a big football guy, uh, but that's probably 80% of my time, 10% of the time is family, and then the other 10% is Marvel. So, um, so you know, I like to find all those Easter eggs and stuff and everything like that. So, uh, like I said, passing all that stuff along to you guys, so hopefully it'll increase uh, your rewatch value and it'll be more fun for everybody else who's a Marvel fan out there to watch these movies.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it's funny, you know, you mentioned it, you, you know, you're a big comic book guy, but these movies really are accessible to everyone. I mean, we were talking about it off air, like you said, and, you know, I was never a comic book guy. I've never really been into comics and I didn't, I don't really know much about the Avengers. Obviously, you know, I watched X-Men as a kid and stuff, but I didn't really, I didn't really get into, get into it, you know, um, until later on in life. And, and uh matter of fact, I went to go see Star Trek with my dad on opening night. We had like advanced, advanced tickets. And uh, and th- it, was, it was sold out, so we couldn't get in. Um, they gave out extra tickets, then, then filled. And so I was like, well, what are we going to do? And we ended up seeing Iron Man 2 uh, in 3D. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. But it was the first MCU movie that I had ever seen in the theaters, and... And I enjoyed it, but I wasn't huge into the MCU. Still, um, you know, and and there were still other ones that I didn't see in in the theaters. And and it's kind of only uh, the last few years, I would say, last four or five years, that I've been really into it. Um, you know, going to see them all in the theaters and trying to get there for opening night, and and so. But it's but it's been fun trying to you know, kind of going back and rewatching some of these old movies that I had seen, or even some of them that I had missed, and seeing how the story connects. And they do such a good job at storytelling that you don't even realize when things are happening in older movies. And you just see that you see something happening. You're like, Oh, that was really cool that something happened in, you know, in Thor Ragnarok. But then you watch the first Thor and you're like, Holy crap. Like that was, that came out like 10 years earlier. And here's something, here's a, a line of dialogue that has something directly related to what happens, you know, in a movie that comes out eight years later. And so, It's just they do a really good job at at kind of paying all those things off. And really kind of the continuity of the story is really unbelievable. And so, like you said, Taylor, it's for it's for nerds out there that love that love it. But it's also for just the general audience. I mean, my my sister's watching them for the first time. And she was like, she's like texting me as she's watching. She was like, what have I been? Why have I never watched these before? They're unbelievable. And I'm like, I told you, you should have been watching them. But, you know, it's just and. Anyone can enjoy them. And so, uh, so we figured, you know, let's take some time. Let's, uh, let's, since we're stuck inside, anyways, let's rewatch the MCU together and we'll talk about it. And, uh, and you guys can reach out and say, hey, you know, you guys mentioned this, but then you missed this part that happened in, you know, in such and such movie. And we could be like, oh my God, like you found that too. And so, um, so it's pretty cool. So let's talk about, uh, just a little bit about ourselves for a second. I just want to ask you Taylor, what's your who's your favorite superhero in the MCU and what's your favorite MCU movie? And let's let's take let's take the Avengers movies out of it because I think everyone's correct answer should be Infinity War or perhaps Endgame if if you loved Endgame oh, yeah. but but let's take those let's take those Avengers movies out and let's just let's just look at the at the non-Avengers movies. So what's your favorite non-Avengers movie and what's your favorite MCU character?
0: Yeah, taking the Avengers out of the equation makes this a whole lot easier, even though my answer may still be basic, but um, I'm going to preface this with, I've been a Spider-Man junkie since I was literally two years old, so in the real world, outside of the Cinematic Universe, Spider-Man is my boy, and ironically, the guy who I actually love the most in the MCU is someone who I didn't love a lot before coming into uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but my favorite in the MCU is Captain America. Captain America. I'm head over heels for the guy. I love Chris Evans, like real life Captain America. I think he's awesome in the way that all the things that he brought to the character and you know how how he's someone who doesn't change really over the course of the movies and the sense that he has his morals and he really stays who he is, but he's still so compelling and so interesting and a guy that you can really empathize with and the struggle that he has, even though it's so fantastical and so strange. I think he's still such a grounded character. And it's really hard to pull off a guy. It's like that Superman thing where it seems like he's too good to be true. So it's hard to make him relatable and it takes good writing. And I think Marvel was really smart in that they uh, got the Russos on board to direct movies. And then Marcus and McFeely, who also wrote all the, uh, who wrote Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame on top of the Winter Soldier. And I think they've, and actually Captain America, the first Avengers. So, I mean, they did a great job of, you know, given uh, those movie scripts where Captain America was someone that you really wanted to root for and didn't see as just a goody two-shoes, but someone who we're fighting for what he believed in. And, um, you know, he's one of the, it's always cool when you have a fictional character who you really root for and who makes you feel something, and for me, that was Captain America. So, especially when you get to Endgame and, you know, you get all these story arcs ending, for me, Captain America, when I see him, Dancing with Peggy, and then the cuts to black in that song. Man, man. I've listened to that song on its own so many times. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, for me, it's Captain America. And my favorite movie going hand-in-hand with that is The Winter Soldier because I think it took someone who, you know, you saw the grit of Captain America and that he's someone who is willing to do what he thinks is right. And that's kind of the edge he gets because sometimes it means he goes against direct orders. But then you really saw in Winter Soldier how – he was challenged in his morality and the way he saw the world was different because he went from someone who was always obeying and doing what he was told and wanting to follow orders to someone who realized that following orders to get people killed and it could become a really bad thing where you end up fighting for the wrong side. Even if it's someone that you've sworn your allegiance to or who you think that you're uh, on the same team with. So Captain America and then the winter soldier is my favorite movie. Love me some cap. Love me some Chris Evans.
1: There you go. There you go. Hey, two great answers. And I, uh, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with the other guy whose storyline ended uh in endgame, and that's and that's Iron Man. And I I just the thing with Iron Man, it's almost he's almost annoying because he just has an answer for everything and he does everything. And I think that, you know, you look at Cap and you look at Iron Man, and they really were the two that carried the MCU. And uh, you know, Downey is just perfect. He's just perfect in that role. He just plays such a good you know it, he's just so good because he is a party. He's a party boy, and he starts out that way, but he becomes so much more jaded as he goes along. And he has this this great relationship with Peter, and his relationship with Peter is is real and it's legitimate and it's a it's it's a mm-hmm. real father and son relationship. It's fantastic, and you know the relationship he has with Happy and with Pepper and 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 really with the Avengers as well. And you know he is the. He's the guy who has who solves all the problems. He's the problem solver. He's the the super genius who just you know, and he's just and he's a very very compelling character. And it's interesting, you know, and, and we kind of go back and forth about this, you know, in the Avengers they go back and forth with each other and they're talking about how, you know, uh, Cap, and we'll talk about it once we get there, but you know, Cap insults insults Iron Man and Iron Man insults Cap, and and they're kind of going back and forth with each other. And what they say is like the complete opposite of what ends up being true, um, which is really interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't, we'll talk about that when we get there, but that's just such a, a rewatching the Avengers was so interesting for me. Cause hearing that, I was like, Oh my God, like it's the complete opposite of what they said to each other, you know? And I think it was done yep. intentionally, um, you know, in that, in that particular scene. But, but anyways, that's, that's my, my guy is Iron Man. And again, I love Spider-Man as well. I think everyone loves Spider-Man and, uh, and there are a few guys, Thor, I really enjoyed too. Um, but Iron Man just, I mean, he's just the man. And so, uh, so that, that's, that's the guy for me. And my number one movie man is tough because Ragnarok is up there, but I oh, might yeah. have to go guardians. I might have to go guardians for mine. Mm. Uh, I just, Especially I love sure. Guardian so much. I'm a big comedy guy and so I love the action but I also love the way they can work comedy and action in and then when you throw the the music on top of it as well um that makes it even better. And so of course Ragnarok has a great has a great soundtrack as well, but Guardian's soundtrack is fantastic and uh and the comedy there is great. But again, it that doesn't, you know, you don't lose the the dramatic element of it as well and the end you know with his mom and the whole it's just it's that's fantastic and so um you know there are obviously some down parts about about it that don't make it my number one in the entire mcu if you're talking about avengers movies as well but i'm gonna put it as my number one movie outside of avengers movies.
0: i think that's a great choice honestly if you're talking about a movie that just pulls my heartstrings i'd probably go with guardians or guardians 2 guardians 2 i think actually well i'm not gonna get too deep because i want to save it for when we go over the movie
1: but yeah, that movie
0: is so criminally underrated just so much art
1: absolutely i think
0: that it, it seems like there was a lot crammed in which i can understand people may kind of be annoyed with but when it comes to just the relationship with peter and his his parents and then gamora and nebula you get rocket's backstory a little bit from yep. drax like you just get a moment with all the main characters where it gives you goosebumps and you're like these are real people and I think that's a credit to if there's a director who I love the most outside of the Russos, it's James Gunn, because you can tell. And that's what I love about those movies is that you know that he put his heart and soul into them because it's so real. It's so sincere. And you get these characters that are, you know, when they first come on the screen, you're like, all right, these are some pretty selfish a-holes. And that's the whole point. But then, you know, you see that they, they see each other's cracks and they appreciate them and they see each other for more than what, people outside really do and oh my god don't even get me started by yondu i'm literally gonna start crying (laughs) over this phone call so i'm i'll I'll save the tears when we go over it but man those guardian movies are so good i love james yeah that was a great choice i'm kind of (laughs) jealous
1: well there you go so see there you go so we got we got two good ones i mean honestly you can't go wrong you talk about the top the top five to ten movies you can't go wrong if you put any of them at number one in my opinion so um so that's what we got but listen thank you for tuning in for our first our first episode this was just the, supposed to be the explanation about what's going on we've gone a little bit longer because because we're excited to talk about this um, our first episode is going to be dropping i would think i would say next week um i don't know if we'll be able to get it out this week uh definitely next week if it doesn't come out this week it'll be definitely next week uh it will be captain america the first avenger so we're what we're trying to do is go chronologically okay and we'll get the whole list to you at some point but we're starting with the first avenger and then we're going Captain Marvel, and then Iron Man. So those are our first three, and then we'll talk about the rest of it as we get there. Um, we'll tweet out a uh, a list that we have, but but what we're starting with is the first Avenger, and then Captain Marvel, and then Iron Man, and then we'll go from there. So uh, really looking forward to it. We hope you guys tune in. And it again, you know, if you, if you fall in the pat's bullet feed, you know that each one has a has a uh, you know has a description there. So the first few it'll say quarantine podcast armchair superheroes, and then after that. It would just be armchair superheroes. And so every time you tune in, you know, oh, hey, here's the armchair superheroes. Uh, You know, they're going to be breaking down another one of the MCU movies. So follow along with us. Rewatch them. We're at home. They're all on Disney Plus. Everyone should have Disney Plus by now. Okay. They're all on Mm -hmm. Disney Plus, except for Incredible Hulk uh, and the two Spider-Man movies. And that's it. So you got to pay, what, five bucks for each one of those movies? Come on. It's it's that's less than going to the movies one time. You're fine. So 100% worth it. Yep. So and once we all once we get out of all this, uh Captain Marvel will come out and and we could talk about that one too once it comes out so but anyways thanks for thanks for tuning in Taylor super excited to start this and uh and we'll be talking to you guys soon also before you leave, we have a pretty dope intro song, and so uh, we're gonna play you out with that and uh also just one quick note, clearly, I meant black widow uh coming out not Captain Marvel, obviously, so anyways, we're looking forward to talking to you next week and here is the armchair superhero theme song. just go to cars It's magical.